and I, you know, I, I look at my, my folks, and uh, they're getting up there, years, 88 this year. Uh, so they're at that stage now, where they get sick a lot, getting weaker, more frail, more dependent. Uh, but in, in the midst of that weakness, uh, I see them becoming more, uh, not dependent on each other, but more, uh, more in love with each other in the sense that they, they seek to uh, anticipate what's needed more than ever before in the other. So they'll cover for each other. Like with us kids, we'll say, oh, is everything okay? And say, oh, yeah, your dad's kids are. And he might be sick, you know, but they want to they take care of each other. Or when one's weaker, the other one tries to step up and do things. Or when one forgets something, the other one tries to remind them. That kind of thing. And it's, it's a beautiful sign of, of, of love. Because what they, what they seek to do maybe without even knowing it, is to do the good for them, to watch out for them, to, to take care of them, even when they might be sick. Uh, not to think of themselves, but to like, right, how do I take care of this person that I got married to 67 years ago? Uh, 67 years ago, right here, they, they stood, got married in this church, and said yes to something. They had no idea what they were saying yes to. And when they got married, uh, to get that sacrament, a sacrament is needed to do what marriage is supposed to do, which is what? To will the good of the other, to get that person to heaven and to raise up a family to heaven. In other words, to love, not just by our natural lights, but the way Jesus does. How does Jesus love? He loves like that. That's, that's love. And you and I, as much as we try, we can't love like he does. He's God. But we can ask him to help us love that way, and he does. That's what a sacrament does. So in baptism, you know, we're, we're brought into the family, and so God pours his life into us, faith, hope, love, cardinal virtues, so that we begin to love like Christ loves. We're, ca- we're capable of it at some level. First communion, we want to be able to love all week. So we ask the Lord, strengthen me. Give me my daily bread so that I can love like you. And he does. He gives us himself. Confirmation, help me to love like you. And he pours his spirit in a supercharged fashion so that we can uh, continue to love, maybe in an adult way, in a, in a, in a witnessing way, a sacrificial way. Uh, confession reestablishes us some love because we blew it and so he brings us back. Keep doing it. Go. Start over. Uh, I'm going to get sick. Alright, I'm sick. I need, I need the love and prayers of Jesus in the church to help me through my illness, physically and spiritually. And then the vocational ones of marriage and priesthood where he pours his life into us so that we can actually do his work. So when they stood there and when you stood there, when you got married, he said, I want to love my spouse the way Jesus does, but I can't, so help me, God. And God does. He gives us himself. He pours his love into us. Here's Jesus opening up his side. And uh, the, 
the blood and water, the sacramental river of grace is poured out into us and it comes into us. Now, this is what Paul's talking about in the reading. You, know, you can have everything, but without love, you're nothing. You know, the fulfillment of, of love is uh, the fulfillment of the law, but not for its own sake, but because I will the good of the other. That is what love is, to will the good of the other as other. And so, here's, let's say, us, when we receive the communion today, when somebody gets married, when somebody goes to confession or gets baptized, that love, that love is pouring into us. And, and this is what faith is. Right? We're never faith alone, like you know, the Protestants. That doesn't work. Faith is the, is the beginning and the root of justification, but it isn't the end. So we have faith and we say, I believe, I'm saved. No, belief is not salvation. Belief is the beginning and the root of salvation. What's necessary? I believe, I have faith, that's permission. God pours his, Jesus pours his love into us from love into us, we say yes through faith, I believe, comes into us, and then it begins to change us. That action of grace. But what is necessary is not us to say, hey, I believe, I'm saved. No, you believe, now allow that action of grace to change you into Christ. What does that require? Work. It requires the commandments. It requires the Beatitudes. It requires following the teachings of the church. It requires the, the sacraments. It's the action of grace which we practice. Virtue is a, is a habit. It has to be done over and over and over again. Like you play baseball. All right, you go out and throw a pitch. Well, you do that once or twice. Who cares? It's not, it's, not, it's not any good. But you work at your craft. You take pride in your craft. You take it seriously over and over and over and over again until it's, be, it's like an extension of your body. It just happens. I don't even have to think about it. I just do it. It's like breathing. It's like my parents. Eight, 70, 67 years. They've been doing it. It's like second nature. Is it easy? No. Do they always want to do it? No. But it's become who they are. I just take care of this person because I love them. Because that's what Jesus in me is calling me to do. It is not Christ who lives, or it is not me who lives. It is Christ who lives in me now. And I do what he does because I have said yes to it so many times. I can't even help myself. It's just like breathing. I do it because that is who I am now. That is the fulfillment of the law. That is love. So in all your relationships, brothers and sisters, it isn't about you anymore. Your life isn't about you. It is about Christ. And Christ alive in you is not saying, take care of yourself. He's saying, will the good of the other for, as, as other. Get out of yourself and get into the lives of the people he's put into your life and take care of them, love them, serve them, die for them. We are on the cross with Christ and we are pouring our life out into the lives of other people. Now that's hard. So help me, God, we say. And God does. You're about to receive that help. And after you receive it, what do you hear? Go in peace to love and serve the Lord and one another as Christ, who is now alive in you. So, are you?
Are you saved? Are you saved? Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Why don't we stand?